0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live
0: only on Netflix.
2: Ronald takes the snap, looks
1: left under pressure. Bullets went over the middle, and he's got Crowder. Half a ten, cuts it back.
2: McDougal and
0: he is in for a catch touchdown. That's
2: the middle in the air, picked off. Brian Pool to the end zone touchdown.
0: There goes Garrod and Bell. He's doing it all for the Jets. And welcome back to another episode of the Cool Your Jets podcast. We're your host, Ben Blessington and Michael Nania. You're listening to part two of our Adam Gase deep dive with special guest co-host Robbie Sabo, who is the co-owner of jetsxfactor.com uh, if you'd like to watch along with the film portion of today's podcast you can find it at jetsxfactor's youtube page also at jetsxfactor.com but if you just like to listen to the audio version obviously that's available on itunes or spotify under cool your jets part three will be available tomorrow on monday morning um, so yeah without further ado let's hop right into it this is probably their best drive of the season when you think about the fact that they start on their own what is that their 18 17 yard line Uh, And it takes him three plays before the end of the half, you know, minute 40, when we talk about Gase's aggressiveness, uh, you know, again, he's going up against Washington's Swiss cheese defense, but he puts the hand, the ball in Darnold's hands, you know, and spreads it out and gets immediately down the field and scores a touchdown uh, with a minute to go in the half. So Robbie, I'll I'll let you break these down. This, this is a little faster. And so it might be a little easier to to get through, but this is Le'Veon Bell's catch in the slot.
1: Okay. Yeah. Trips goes to empty. Um, Who was that crowder coming out?
0: Yes, yeah, so it was crowded. I'll just show you the play before we go back.
1: Was it was a cover three? Couldn't tell.
0: Let me check. Um, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, cover three with the strong safety um, stand near uh. the middle. Uh, running through again. Motion to empty. Defense is already reeling. Look at them; they don't know what the hell's going on. Darnold clean pocket. Beautiful. And see, Darnold recognized the zone right away. And once that defender vacated, he knew he had numbers. So as long as the, those two jet receivers cleared that one deep third corner, he had him right there. After the linebacker clears the linebacker, he has two on one. So he steps up confident throw. And if you give Darnold a clean pocket and plenty of room in front of him too to step into it, which is, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see Connor McGovern in there. Uh, He'll do this. He can get it done in this regard.
2: Yeah, and and you you mentioned what he can do with the clean pocket. His adjusted completion percentage, which accounts for drops, throwaways, things like that, uh, from a clean pocket this past season was 82%. That was seventh best in the league. Yeah, that's, that's huge. It's really telling, too. And then under pressure, he was at 61%, which was 21st.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really good traits from a quarterback. And in terms of the concept, it's it's gase aggression. How much time is left? What situation is I bu- this? I
0: believe it's a minute 40. I might be off by a few seconds there, but it's about a minute 40, first and 10 from your own 18-yard line, 17-yard line uh, to go in the half. And, and I don't know the exact score, but, you know, the okay. Jets were winning this game at this point. I think point. they were up 14-3. Yeah, okay, 14-3.
1: Okay, and to run uh, – let's see the Rats again. Yeah, to run two verts on that side, on the trip side. that's It's an aggressive pass concept. And as long as it's a zone, as long as it's something zone where the single high stays single high, Darton knows he's going to have them, as long as that linebacker doesn't get depth.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this is something that I did see. I mean, obviously, this is a beautiful throw by Sam. How much do you think that, you know, As and we'll get through the rest of this drive, but how much do you think Gase has helped Sam out as, as a – he's a young uh, play caller um, or as a young quarterback, excuse me. Uh, Just, you know, in terms of the concepts, because it seems like a lot of times he would have very similar concepts that are breaking down the field. And it didn't seem like maybe to the average eye that he was giving Sam, you know, many uh, easy, quick throws or or check downs out of the backfield. Was that, was that something that you would say is just more on Sam, that he was just an aggressive mindset? Or do you think that Gase, because you're right. I mean, this is a good play call for zone, but if it's a man, do they have the answer for it? Um, how would you kind of evaluate Gase as as you know being Sam Darnold's best friend? Uh, I would say it's a mix
1: of both, to be honest. And the, a lot was made about I forgot who had the report, but Darnold going to Gase last year and saying, "Hey, maybe it was Manish." Darnold going to Gase and saying, "Hey, I need this to happen, this to happen, this to happen," and Gase conformed to Darnold's skill set. I don't know how he conformed to. It. I I, haven't, I didn't see a difference after that meeting but a lot of people made a lot of uh, noise out of that report. Um, And a lot of people make a lot of noise about Le'Veon Bell and his uh, pass catching. I think he finished seventh in terms of backs in receptions last year, missed a game. And I saw a stat too. He was lined up by receiver 12% of the time in Pittsburgh over his years there and 8% last year. That's only four less times out of 100 plays he's lined up by receiver with the worst offensive line in the league where you're going to need them to stay in to block in the backfield. I don't think it's that big a drop-off. Um, you know, I'm the type of guy of mine that just says it's not rocket science. If you have better talent up front, everything's going to be beautiful. Um, but in terms of your question, Gase has – Gase can improve. No, no question about it. So I think it's on both guys, and I think with Herndon back and Bell – motivated as you guys see him boxing on twitter um, yes <laughs> you know i think darnold will get into a groove and knows he has those two outlets those two safe spots to throw to
0: All right, and then this is the second play on the drive first and 10 from their own 38 yard line uh and another good play uh by sam darnold on this one so i'll let the play run through and then we'll go back pre-snap so you can see what happens yeah, um pressure. but again
1: what was that five-man rush Finds Griffin, another scramble drill.
0: And I feel like that's something we saw a lot with him and Chris Herndon um, that we didn't really, that we, you know, we were starved of in 2019 due to Herndon's injury, but but Griffin does a good job of replicating it here. And the touchdown that he had, you know, at the beginning of this game was very similar to Daniel Brown, another scramble drill where the, the Redskins blow the coverage.
1: Yeah, it's a three deep, three underneath out of a blitz. I think the blitz is late. I don't like the blitz, the execution of the blitz. Stunt nearest to us with the D tackle in the end. No one's open. Maybe he can get it to Robbie Anderson there on the inside, but he had pressure in his face already. Um, and then he does his thing as he does, breaking the pocket. And then the deep third safety comes up on Robbie Anderson, and then it's too late. Griffin leaks out.
2: And it's that pump fake by Darnold that gets Griffin wide open. The right. outside corner bites on that.
1: Right. Yeah. And in this five man rush, you're usually going to end his zone. It's going to be three deep, three underneath most of the time. And uh, if, if you let, let the guy outside the pocket, you're in trouble defensively.
0: All right, then we have the third and final play of this drive. Actually, we're going to get the other angle of it. it a to, Griffin to, touchdown? Yeah, the, the, the third and final play is the Griffin touchdown of the corner, but we're getting this, the other angle just to see that pump fake. Um, but, yeah, again, this is something that I'm looking forward to seeing more of uh, next year with Hearns and uh, returning to the lineup. But here we go. Here's the third play of the drive. Uh, I'll let the play run through, and then we'll go back pre-snap. it again, yeah, another motion, and then he hits Griffin in the corner, very similar to the Herndon touchdown against Chicago last year. Just a dart right yeah. by the pylon.
1: I gotta see that coverage. What was that coverage? Is it a four-man rush? Four-man rush. Yeah, three deep. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a great concept against the zone. Again, when I see it with Gase a lot, he does. Tend to call man beaters against man and zone beaters against zone, which is a good sign. Um, that corner, he, he just he's got he's got to drop off and the and the curl flat guy. Do you see the guy put his hands up? Right. That curl flat guy has to get depth. Yeah, that's just that's just bad defense. Great look by Darnold and a perfect route against this zone.
0: Yeah, definitely a good play for the Jets offense. And then here's a after this play runs. There was the play we were talking about earlier with Darnold changes the play at the line. Um, kind of going back to what we were talking about, though, do you think Gase could do a better job of molding his offense to Darnold's skill sets, of, of getting him out of the pocket and giving him you know, quick passes? Because what we saw in the film review, and I would imagine you saw a very similar thing, was Darnold struggles when he has to think, when he has to go through multiple progressions. Uh, he's at his best when he kind of knows exactly where to go with the football. Uh, do, do you think that, that Gase can do a better job in 2020 of, of adjusting that offense uh, more to his strengths. He can,
1: but here's the question. Do you want to do that? Will Darnold become a a stud quarterback? Will he become a top five quarterback if he doesn't get the progression game down? That's the question. And I don't think that's the case. Uh, Robert Griffin, the third, you know, we'll see how his career plays out. I'm always very suspicious of the quarterback who has a great one or two years even Goff down in L.A. Um, The way the rules are these days, stats pile up. So Gates could do a better job getting him on the move, getting him to do certain things. I mean, would you run a zone read, read option stuff with him? We saw him when he scored a touchdown against the Giants on a zone read. Uh, He could do more of that stuff, but I wouldn't go too crazy. He has to get the progression stuff down. He has to get the in-pocket stuff down to become the guy he wants to be.
0: Yeah, Michael, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point because we bring up a lot of um, – like that's one of the primary complaints that we have. I think I'm saying we as a fan base in general uh, mm-hmm. with Adam Gase that he needs to do a better job conforming to Darnold. But at the same time, uh, like you said, you really want him to be able and, – and not that it means you should make things too complicated for him just to challenge him because you want to win games. But he's got to get to that point where you can go through progressions because a lot of the mistakes that he made are just – simply not reading the defense effectively enough, you know, locking onto a read that he thinks is going to be open pre-snap, but then it's not, and he doesn't move on quickly enough, uh, taking aggressive shots when a checkdown is open, things like that. Those are things you just have to improve. And, you know, as much as you'd like, as good as he is outside the pocket, he's not the type of quarterback who, like you said, you're going to run zone reads with and things like that. He, where he thrives is breaking the pocket and making up, uh, for the initial play not working out, not necessarily that you want him running around too much. So this is um, what I always say. Yeah.
1: The, the running, that, all that stuff, the Robert Griffin, not Robert Griffin. Did I say Robert Griffin before Lamar Jackson? Yeah. That kind of stuff, Tebow Kaepernick 2012, that stuff's great. I'll take that stuff, but that can't be the game. That can't be his game, That right. has to complement the pocket game for, for a quarterback to really succeed and not be always up in the air about injury. Um. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. Schot- Schottenheimer and Rex—they did a great job conforming to Sanchez in 2009, 2010. Again, they had the best line in the league. But in our percept, the fandom's perception, they did a great job of conforming to him. It was probably Sanchez's limitations that didn't take them to a championship at the same time. So, I don't know. It's a catch twenty-two.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point that, that you just brought up there. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of, you know, run more RPOs, run some stuff that Darnold, you know, showed success with in college. But you're right. I mean, if he doesn't get this stuff down now, is he ever really going to take that next step, um, you know, into superstardom like many Jets fans want him to, to uh, elevate to? Uh, next, and this is kind of the last drive we'll show in its entirety. This is a bad drive, so it's a short four-play drive for Gase against uh, Buffalo. Actually, never mind. This is uh... – no, never mind. I, th- I think it is – Is that first down? It might be first down. I'm trying to remember exactly. Um I think they was... did pick up a first down. You didn't include yes. it though. Yes. Oh no, I think that is the first down. I was just I was just wrong on that. That that's the first down play. Sorry, I couldn't remember. I watch
1: Buffalo's defense. Ultra aggressive. They know how aggressive they are. Boom. Look at where everyone is. I mean, that's a great first play call. Receiver doesn't get get separation, uh still completes it. But that's yeah. a great first play call because you know against aggressive rush defenses ready to go on first down. You want to stretch them out, move the pocket and uh, I mean, still great coverage.
0: Yeah. I think the part of the reason I chose this play was because I thought it, it, I didn't want to just show any three and out. I think I wanted to show where they did get some sort of, you know, momentum going. And I think you're right. Great, you know, play action and good call by Gase getting the first down and it sets him up at the first and 10. And I think the next three plays are pretty indicative of what Jets fans saw from an Adam Gase offense in 2019 um, and, I, and I'll let it roll in a second, uh, you know, without the sack, but, you know, long situations for Sam Darnold, incompletions, uh, and not helping him out. So here's the first down play, and you talked about this in your, your reasons why Robbie Anderson shouldn't make the team. This is the play, if it, you know, jods your memory, uh, where Robbie kind of rounds this out route. So I'll let you break it down, and I'll run through it, and then go back pre-snap.
1: Okay, four-man rush, shell, it's like a f- cover four, it looks like, four deep. Yeah, he just rounds it, I mean blew it he he does a good job stemming at times especially on deep patterns but he sometimes he's just too lazy with his route running and this is he just takes too much time breaking it down he's got to be quicker with that right step he's got to drive hard to the sideline um how is the offensive how's the protection on this i mean it's
0: not bad it's definitely not bad um and I think Gase is one of those guys who really values the little things, and I think that might be the reason why, he, why Robbie was never a Gase guy because I think you did see a lot of times where Robbie was not as refined in his route running and, and some of the things he do mentally.
1: Yeah, and Darnold – I mean, see, the thing with Darnold is you rarely he knows where he wants to go pre-snap, and he usually does it. And in this league, in a three-step league, three-step plays, that's going to be the case a lot. Um, could he have – Went underneath on the drag. I don't know. Um, it, it was worth a shot to Anderson based on the way the corner was playing. Not the best shot against a four deep shell, but it was there. If the route was run well and the quarterback and the receiver are, are on the same page, it's there.
0: And we got second down and this is not much to break down outside of what Le'Veon Bell ran into um, for about 80% of his carries, just, you know, right up the middle. Yeah, uh, it's split stuffed. again.
1: W- where was the uh, safety? How many guys in the box here? Is that the safety um, in the top right?
0: Yeah, I think that's – I can't tell if that's Poyer or not. Um, I think, actually, so. I think they, they might have had their, bo- their backups in. I know, yeah, in, they but, had their backups in. So, so that's bit seven out. guys in the box. So Yeah,
1: On, against 11. So here – I mean, listen, it's second and 10, right? Right. Here, if you're giving the quarterback freedom, you let them check out of this. You let them check out of this. It's a loaded box. You know your O-line stinks already. And you check out, and you go to something that works, and you go go through the air on a second and ten. You you don't don't stay so dedicated to second and ten. Okay, let's make it easier for third down on third and five and thirty six and third and six. Yes, you ideally want that, but not all the time.
0: Do you think Gates can be too stubborn in in his beliefs that you know if we're facing second and long, I'm either going to hand it off or run a bubble screen, go short, and try to set up third and short, yes. not recognizing what is what his team is is bad at.
1: Uh, I think he could be too stubborn in the numbers game where he's thinking uh, second and 10. All right, let's get three or four here and set up a third and manageable. I think he'd be too stubborn in that regard. Yes. Either that, or I, we hope that's that, because if it's not that, that means he doesn't trust his quarterback to change
0: it up pre-snap. Right. And that's definitely something we're, we're hoping to see more of. Uh, from and, and
2: this probably is an exact example of what I was talking. Well, the one we were just looking at the stuff um, running on second and long when we know that the jets are not the type of team that can get into that third manageable out of that situation the jets from week 6 through 17 so after sam darnold returned ran on second and 10 plus 43% of the time those third highest in the league
1: yeah, behind and, and... baltimore
2: and minnesota and those two teams can run the ball those if you're baltimore or minnesota you have dalvin yeah. cook lamar jackson mark ingram you can get to third and four third and three out of second and 10 if you have Tom Compton and Jonathan Harrison <laughs> and Connor McDermott up front, you're not doing that. Yeah, at the
1: same time, Le'Veon could have taken a chance here and bounced it out quicker to the left side. Number 51 does a great job filling. Wesco does a decent job. But, Le'Veon, see, Le'Veon's reading shoulder pads. He sees the Bills linebacker have outside leverage on Wesco, so he's going to try to take it inside. But look at the, the entirety of the picture. If he bounced it out to the left and really tried, it might have had a better shot. It, I'm nitpicking massively there um, but uh, because if if quali and Harrison do their job he's going to have something up up in the a gap there in the middle but there's single coverage on the outside let, it's week 17 let the quarterback audible out to a pass on a second and 10 and take advantage of single coverage at the same time can the, his receivers take advantage of single coverage i that's not that's a, that's a big question. I don't know. It, they're not the greatest route runners last year. Yeah, And,
2: but and, just, add, to- and ju- just to add to the numbers I kind of threw in there before, when the Jets threw the ball on second and 10 and plus, uh, and again, week six through 17 to take the fall games out, when they threw on second and 10 plus, they picked up a first down 21% of the time. That was 18th in the league, so they were decent. A, a decent offense throwing out of those situations. When they ran the ball, they picked up a first down 5% of the time. That was 29th. So, obviously, picking up a first down isn't the whole goal, on or the main goal, on second and 10-plus, but still, that's a huge difference in efficiency uh, between running and passing. And, and even though the O-line still hurts a passing game, the receivers, like you said, weren't the best in terms of being able to beat one-on-one coverage. They were still a much, much more effective team passing out second and 10-plus than rushing, yet he still emphasized the run game uh, much more than the passing game in that situation. So it's the things like that where he can improve, just playing to his team's strengths much better. Yeah, know, I would somewhere.
1: imagine they were terrible on first down, correct?
2: Yeah, the first the first down running was a humongous humongous issue. They were 31st in yards per carry on first down, 3.2.
1: So the positive is hopefully, if their running is better on first down, their second down changes drastically in terms of play right. selection. That's the hope.
0: Yeah, and these are two plays on a second and long run that gets stuffed, and then a third and short, like you mentioned, Michael, in your article, and then we talked about that. Gase has the tendency um, to get too cute sometimes. Um, just and then you know if he would have just recognized you know the strengths and weaknesses of his team and just did exactly what you would have expected, they might have had better results, especially on this play where it's like you know you're trusting Luke Falk to hit this this throw and yeah. it just was not happening. Um, but to go back to the third play of that drive before it um, is a before it wraps up Um, you know this is something that that the Jets you know faced a lot after the New England game it's not necessarily cover zero because they have this this uh, safety back here but crowding the box showing blitz and knowing that our defensive line and our rush is a lot better than your crap offensive line and I think the thing that bothered me about this play was Gase's answer which was essentially just everybody go deep Uh, and I was you know a little surprised that he didn't give Darnold something else more underneath now again who knows if Darnold the one that's changing something he's clearly communicating something i believe that's probably more about his protection but it's
1: probably more protection
0: but you know vincent smith is running a nine robbie's running a nine and then crowder is also just running up the seam here he may have been able to hit crowder here um and then kind of going to what you were talking about is darnold chooses a you know where he's going before before the play starts a lot he did this a ton with robbie anderson um which even though he sees the safety and this fact that the safety shaded down to robbie's side he knows that he's going to take this snap and he's about to throw it up to Robbie. Um, He actually has a a nice throw here, a little back shoulder, but it's not completed. Um, But instead of realizing that, you know, Crowder probably was the better option, regardless, I don't think this is the best play call for, for Gase, Robbie and and Michael as well. Just kind of your thoughts on this third and 10 uh, play call for, for Gase.
1: Yeah. They're all, if it's all verts, I would agree. No, not a good play call. I mean, why have Crowder run deep as well? That doesn't make much sense. I under i would never get on him for levyon remaining in. i'll never get on him for the max protect but um and i'll never get on him for robbie anderson going deep but Crowder no and and even still it, it's a it's a ball that could be had by a special connection quarterback to receiver
0: yeah I actually i think the the throw gets cut off on the, on the second angle but yeah it's the the back shoulder almost does get completed, and look, Crowder does beat his man in the slot here. If, if Darnold really wanted to take a shot, he probably could have hit him. But again, yeah, I think it's just it's almost—I don't want to say lazy because I think Gase is probably anything but. But that's just one of those plays where I think it—they could have used Crowder going underneath, uh, giving Darnold just something—a quick hot, even though it's third and ten. You know, if, if you think all these guys are going, you know, Crowder on a little slant here would probably pick up the first down.
1: Yeah, I don't know why Crowder's running deep. It makes no sense. And we, we saw that a lot, a lot of miscommunication with routes. Yeah. Over the last few years, not just with Gase, over the last two, three years, where two guys would be together. Like, you're like, what the hell happened here?
0: Yeah, we have we have a play right here. This, this Pittsburgh play is the one that comes to yeah, mind. Where I remember
1: this one. What are they doing? And a lot of them, Robbie Anderson is in the middle of.
0: Right. And do you think that that's one of those things that points to poor practicing? You know, do you think that's when you talk about poor execution like this? I mean, you're, you're right. I think Robbie was very confused, but this is a, clearly a timing issue. Clearly, one of these guys is supposed to be there before the other one. And you're right that Robbie was involved in a lot of those. This is another play, the the Sam Darnold interception, where um, Robbie blows it up again. And I know I saw in your video that you did about it. You didn't understand why you'd have two guys picking um, yeah. this play. But again, Robbie is the you one can, who messes this up.
1: <laughs> you can. You just have to pay attention to detail. Um, let me get to watch it again. Yeah, you can. You just have to pay attention to detail, Anderson. You can't. You have to make sure you're deep. You cannot chance it because you're the second guy through. So there's no reason to chance it and play it that flat.
0: Do you think yeah. that that is something that goes to poor practicing and execution? Uh, I don't Does that falling gaze is the head coach.
1: It always falls on the head coach, but it's tough in today's league. No, these guys hardly ever practice any of these guys. It's crazy. The training camps compared to the, the way they used to be. Um, I don't know. It always falls in the head coach though. This stuff. Absolutely.
0: And then one of the other things that I wanted to talk about um, going back in the video, we're jumping around was probably the lack of adjustments. I think that's something that pisses a lot of Jets fans off about Gase. Now this game is more on Sam Darnold than, than Adam Gase. And I saw you break this down which was essentially, and this isn't necessarily an example of it, but Adam Gase's answer to, to Bill Belichick's cover zero is essentially flexing Le'Veon out wide and forcing them to say, are you going to put the safety on Le'Veon and not have anybody deep and you're going to rush everybody? Or are you going to put the linebacker on him and have the safety back? And Bill Belichick said, you know, your offensive line sucks. Said, <laughs> yeah,
1: Bill Belichick said, I'm going to do this, the more aggressive route, and you still can't beat it.
0: Do you think – and well, by the way, I mean, that is a a fair way to beat cover zero from Gase's perspective, especially when you have a guy like Le'Veon Bell to flex out wide. It just presents so many different mismatches. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you think that, you know, at this point, they're down 24-0? And, you know, I think Demarius Thomas does eventually get open here, and and at this point, Sam is just shell-shocked. But does that fall on Gase of not adjusting? Because, I mean, how many plays like this did we see throughout the – I think his crowd in the backfield and Le'Veon out here. How many plays during the – Seeing ghost games, do we see like this where Sam's just getting walloped and it's incomplete or intercepted? I mean, clearly, could he have hit Demarius Thomas here? Sure, but doesn't that fall on gaze to to say, you know, this isn't working. Let's go to something else.
1: I mean, how, how many guys did they they
0: rush six here? Yeah, I'll go to the pre-snapple on.
1: Uh, I mean, first of all, this is on the line. Never should the free runner come from the inside. The free runner needs to come from the outside, number one. So the protection is all screwed up. Yeah, I mean, the, the free runner... Needs to come from the outside to the point that'll take the, the longest distance to get to the quarterback. If it's coming up the A-gap, you're, you're already done from square one. Your protection's messed up. It's on the head coach. It's on the quarterback. It's on everybody. Um, and then we got to run the play through again so I can see the routes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much, it seems like crossers and double posts, but deep, you know, all deep I mean, routes I, developing.
1: I can't put anything on Darnold there. If the guy's running through the A-gap, you have bigger problems than the quarterback.
0: Right. I think it's it's one of those things, too, where it's like, why at this point in the game is Gase having four deep routes developing? I mean, he has he has crowd underneath here, I guess, but it just seems like one so of those things where it's like, you know your offensive line can't stop anything, so if get you're it out of his put,
1: hands. If you're going to put five receivers out against a cover zero look, high-pressure six-man rush, you got to trust the quarterback. The quarterback's got to be the man. And the offensive line has to make sure – the free runners come from the outside. So he actually has that split second more to get it done. But then again, what's been a big point paint for fans? Why isn't Le'Veon Bell going out in route patterns? Why, why isn't he lined up at, uh, outside? Well, it's because usually he's blocking. Here against the Pats, he tried to do the opposite. Put Bell, on, Bell out in patterns, five-man rounds, Line him up. Didn't work. So it's tough. It, honestly, it's not rocket science. It comes down to talent. And it comes down to, look at that center. Get who is that that just got bowled in the back? Khalil.
0: The yeah, I think it's Khalil, yeah. Khalil.
1: I mean, come on, guys. It's one-on-one. You're not... it. That
0: might be Lewis.
1: <laughs> I think that might be Lewis, the guard. I mean, if it definitely falls on Gase. You can't have – how many times did the protection miscommunication happen last year? Free runners coming at Darnold all day, all night. It's just – it's talent and it's – it, it, it falls on Gase, there's no question.
0: Yeah, and another example of lack of adjustments was the Cincinnati game where, you know, Cincinnati was one of the worst teams in the league at outside runs, and Gase just kept pounding it up the middle. Yeah, see, that's Le'Veon the one down. thing I've been
1: wanting to find out. I, I didn't see the Jets as a good outside runner, uh, outside running team last year. So this one kind of confused me. Uh, unless someone has a stat where it shows me they're a good outside running team. With a bad O-line who can't really run, and Le'Veon, who's not one of the faster backs in the league. I didn't see them having a lot of success at it last year. Uh, but to your point, he could have given it a couple more s- swings, for sure. He could have given it more swings to go outside.
2: Yeah, the Jets outside running was not good. As you I mean, they weren't good in any direction, but right. running outside was not a strength of theirs. But the Bengals were the – I believe the they gave up the most yards for carry outside the tackles, yeah. uh, and they the, didn't give it one shot in that game. The, so. the
1: broadcast—I forget who the color yeah. guy was—but the broadcast really d- made that a point of emphasis for Jets yeah. fans. I forgot who it was. It was, it Adam was like the, the, yeah, it was the
0: G Team commentators for the Jets <laughs> yeah, at that point. At that, at that point in <laughs> the, the season, and that'll wrap up part two of our Adam Gaze a deep dive. You can follow us on Twitter at CyjPod. You can follow myself at Ben W Blessington. Michael at Michael underscore Nania and Robbie at Robbie Sabo. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify. Just search Cool Your Jets. We are also uh, a part of jetsxfactor.com, which is the best place to go for Jets content. Make sure you check the website out. Uh, and all of our episodes, including these film ones, are up on the Jets X Factor YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe there. Part three will be up tomorrow morning on Monday. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. Um so yeah uh, stay tuned and go Jeff. I want take the snap looks
2: left under pressure oh it's one over the middle
1: just